Welcome, everybody, to an episode of the Keepers of the Book. I'm your host, Miles, joined here with my co-host and returning co-host. I'm back. Uh, yeah, don't call it a comeback because it's not really much of a comeback. He was gone for one episode. Come no, back. no, it's a comeback. <laughs> so we will be covering chapter 15 to 19 of Elantris. Again, I know we've been taking a slightly slower pace with it, and it sucks, but, you know, real life happens. And you guys don't pay me enough to keep doing this full time. Maybe one day, though. So, chapter 15. Okay. <clears throat> hemma, hemma, hem. <coughs> uh, so, in this chapter, uh, Rathen is... He's like kind of pondering about stuff on top of the wall of Atlantis. Um, and he thinks about he thinks about converting the uh the Erlins with with the least amount of violence as possible, uh, and doesn't want to repeat the history, which was the whole uh revolution with the Duodel Republic. Um and he talks to Telri and he gets him on his side pretty easily. Uh, basically saying that if if anyone wanted to, like, basically saying like if you guys if we wanted you guys to be dead, you'd you'd be dead. Um, D, I, I don't I don't know if we had me and you had talked about this. I don't know if me and you had talked about this before, but Rathen kind of seems like a pretty, all things considered, a pretty reasonable dude. Yeah. Right. Like. He's clear. I actually I mean, really he's like a, like a zealot, but he's not like unreasonable. My favorite characters in this so far are Hrathen and uh, Galadin. I don't really like. I don't. I'm not super fond of any of their character. Um, I don't really like Raiden. Um, yeah, me either. He seems too much like Elend and too yeah. uh, too. And it's not even like the similarity that I don't like. It's that he's too goody. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, come on, I, I need you to like kick a puppy or something. Yeah, like uh, like Ellen did, like in book three, whenever he sent that uh, that soldier to execution. Like, we can debate about it all day, but the fact that it's debatable is like, yeah, it's you know, there's something there to debate. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, no, I definitely agree. Uh, so far, I like Rathen as well. I like D Love. <laughs> yeah, I love their dynamic, right? Um, he, which we'll get to. That one character uh, in Game of Thrones that is that is um, who's Littlefinger? The... No, no, no. He's the he's the first king of uh, that we saw. The fat dude, um, Baratheon's brother. Yeah. Oh, Stannis. Yeah, he reminds me. Of oh, that's actually yeah. a really good comparison. Someone who's like super. Um, I disagree, only because yes, they're similar in the sense that they're both like very resolute, or yeah, um, you know, very firm in their resolve. Mm -hmm. But Stannis is not very conniving, where it seems like Diloph seems to be kind of like you know ambitious, conniving in that sense, you know, like sneaky. Sneaky, sneaky. Kind oh, of guy. okay. Yeah. Political, you know what I mean? So, yeah, that's the only, you know, where I would disagree, but that's actually a pretty good comparison. Yeah. I'm just full of good comparisons. What can I say? <sighs> we got to get another me? host. <laughs> no, I really didn't. You know, I'm starting to miss that solo episode more and more. <laughs> um, and. 
Harathan uh, ends up bribing some of the Atlantis guards uh, so that the next person that is brought to Atlantis will be taken to Harathan. I don't remember why. Um, he want, uh, Later, he ends up questioning him. Um, okay. Like, you know, figuring out, like, what makes him tick and whatnot. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's... I'm... I'm curious. I, I'm not sure that I'm by. I buy his whole angle, you know, like that he's playing where he's gonna you know, get them to hate Elantra, Elantrians, and then like compare Elantrians to another group, and then focus that. It's like I'm not sure if a mob works like that. But what do I know? I haven't brought down empires, so. And chapter sixteen, Rad, uh, we're back in Atlantis, and Raiden is Raud. Rowden is talking with Galden about like the good old days before uh they were turned in before the what's the curse called the shad shayod I think yeah uh before the shayod and <clears throat> and Rowden wishes that he he like will be married with uh Serene right now um yeah. And he talks about like he brings up like the dual the old dual del religion. He talks about the uh the dual del religion now and he uh reveals to Galden about how like it the older religion that Galden knew in Dooladel has like kind of just been wrecked. And yeah, and so okay, so I don't think we uh talked about this in the episode that me and you did together, but I talked about it a lot in the solo episode I did last week. Uh Galadin clearly has, you know, he's lying about his past. He hasn't been here for a few months. I can almost guarantee that he's been, not the Ben, he was the original, like, god in Elantris. Like, you know, like the higher being, and he fell. Really? Yeah, I think I think he's, like, you know the ones where Elantris fell 10 years ago? That was, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he was one of those Elantrians, and he somehow survived and somehow managed to keep his sanity together. Because well, remember the original Elantrians where most of them were killed yeah. by Iodon? Yeah, um, so... Don't yeah, we... I... But <clears throat> didn't Galadin recognize Raiden? Raiden? Um, he kind of does. Yeah, he recognized him. So Yeah. So I think he would have... I don't know. Because that would be a decade. <sighs> yeah, that's but true. Everything other than that uh, has like evidence pointing to him being. Yeah, it, it, there's something there for sure. I think Galadin, or at the very least, I also started thinking that maybe he's not an actual farmer. Farmer. No, because he didn't know. Never mind. I was thinking that like you know he was actually the king of Duladel, and then when he when it fell, he escaped, but he actually didn't know that Duladel fell. So, yeah, that actually messes that theory up i don't know um <laughs> but yeah it i do i do want to throw in one more thing though that <clears throat> as far as the seons go there, there's something obviously there with the seons those little floating like servant things um yeah. and raiden wanted to set len free uh when he was a kid and he's also saying that there's something broken in the Aeon, the little letter that's on the middle of the Sion, um, like Len has like the Aeon letter on him, right? 
and it's yeah. like kind of blotched and broken. Like the writing is not complete on it, mm-hmm. which we find out at this last chapter that we finished for this episode, chapter 19, we'll go more over in detail on that in a bit, but there, there's some connection there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, and then Radin, uh, after like Radin leaves Galadin to like kind of sulk over, <laughs> over the news, um, Radin goes back to the chapel and sees like all the stuff, everything is like clean because of, uh, Kahar and Radin, uh, Asks him to clean the streets because, like, they'll just bring stuff in. You gotta keep, gotta keep this guy working. Yeah, or else I would just everything would just get like re dirty, basically. Um, so I, I did want to. I, I I have a point of contention here. Um. So these people. That's a big word. I need a book. I need a dictionary. Context. Not the thesaurus. Yeah. So Elantris fell 10 years ago and these people that come in they go mad with hunger right they just get so much hunger and so much to deal with pain that never goes away so much that they just go insane okay but you're telling me in that entire time that a single person figured out that hey the way to keep pain at bay is just to keep yourself busy like yeah i agree for 10 years the first there it took i thought that too like None of you guys thought about this, right? Like, I, I don't know. I thought I thought it was dumb. Maybe it's one of those things that, like, it's not an actual plot hole. Maybe I've actually, I don't know, quote unquote, cracked the case, and this is part of like Sanderson's twist that comes at the end. But so far, I'm like, something's maybe, not right here. Maybe it's like another perspective is that it's only been ten years. No, no, <laughs> I'm sorry. When you have people that, you know, I mean, you know, it's, it's a simple thing, right? Like if you have a tragic event in your life, say a family member dies, um, I'd say not everybody, but most people would be told, you know, continue your life, not as if though nothing happened, but like, you know, take your time and grieve or whatever, but then continue, keep going, because otherwise you're just going to shut down. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's a common thing. Maybe that's just common now in our society at this time. I don't know if that was a common way of thinking back then. And that's what he was trying to emulate, Sanderson. Um, but, yeah. I don't know. So far, I was like, eh. This, this is definitely, like, you know, bothering me. Just because it kind of got brought up more than once, right? It wasn't just, like, a one and done kind of thing. Like, yeah, he, yeah. he brought it up several times. Like, oh, you know, this... Guy is so hungry, but he just completely forgot about it because he loves art so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and so Dash, uh, one of Kar- Karata's like minions, um, <laughs> he like leads a bunch of soldiers over to attack uh, Anden because there's like some rumors that Anden was gonna attack. The kids and stuff and everything that they have and try and like take over uh and her uh dash isn't listening to Kar- karata god 
And Raiden uh, comes along with Kerita to follow Dash uh, and like sort of calms both sides down and shows Andan the beauty like under the grime of the whole city. And yeah. uh, see that, that, okay. That also bothered me, right? It's just like, you have this, you know, hungry maniac gang boss. Hey, look at this architecture. And he just like drops all his weapons. He's like, <gasps> look at this marvel. I'm not, I've only seen paintings of that painting. It it's just like, have you never like, like decided to just take a finger yeah. and then just trace down and then look at what's underneath? You're telling me that no, like, poor sap ever just collapsed up against a wall, fell down, wiping the dirt and grime <laughs> away. And you were just like, it's black marble. That's jade pillars or something like that. Like, I don't know. I, I, I am liking that book so far. For what it's worth, I am. And yeah. I think I've said before that I'm relatively easy to please, and this is not getting in the way of my enjoyment. But, you know, I do definitely think that if you were not as easy to please as I am, then that could be a uh, if you're more red flag. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because, I mean, it, it definitely stuck out to me, right? It's just like, oh, this guy is a horrifying crime boss who curb stomps babies and then... <laughs> But his, you know, like those a comical, like really over the top RPG games, but they're like their weakness is, ah, uh, I don't know, wooden furniture or something. And then like you just throw yeah. wooden furniture on them and then they like blow up in flames. Mm -hmm. Like, what? This dude was like impervious to, mm -hmm. I don't know, acid rain and crap like that. Acid rain? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, like so obviously, basically I'm any of today's rain. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm very exaggerating, but like um the Shadow of Mordor games. Yeah. Shadow of Mordor. Yeah. But like, you know, when you attack those captain guards, right? They're fun. You know, it's fun, but like you look at their strengths and their weaknesses, what they're um, you know, immune to. Like this one is immune to fire, but he is scared of caragors. Um yeah. you'll find some that are just like immune to everything and he's scared of like bees. Yeah. <laughs> what he's like the highest level guy in yeah the world. Like, just like what? uh susceptible to uh blowing wind towards him <laughs> yeah so that's what i felt like with this guy but you know who am i to say uh, i could not write a book half this good so yeah true um and radin actually like talks about like how being in a lantern isn't like the the stuff that comes with it isn't so bad because you are free from basic necessities that you need as like a human as like a regular human like food and and, and sleep and things like that and it lets them focus on other things like technology and art which like honestly I like that point a lot because I always like I think about this pretty often. It's like, yes, same. what can I do if I didn't need food? Because the only reason I like food is because I have to eat it. If I didn't have to eat it, like I might just eat it every once in a while uh, because like there's some really good food. I'm not saying with then, sleep. Yeah, yeah, and even but, then, like, but if with I the were, sleep, you know, he does come out. It does come <clears> up later that he does specify that there's something up with sleep. Like, why do we need to sleep? But, you know, we'll get to that later. But sorry, go yeah. ahead. Um, and even then, like, 
if if you don't need food and you're not hungry, then you're not gonna need to like it. Like you're not gonna like it because you won't have any app. Uh, I disagree. Appetizer. I eat food when I'm not hungry. If I'm not hungry, then I probably wouldn't enjoy it nearly as much. And therefore, I wouldn't use that time. I would have said use it to like read or watch something. I mean, I, I read and watch while I'm eating, no problem. So that's, that's no, <laughs> never cut into my um, time. But, you know, one thing I did want to bring up, and this is just crapping on Anden or Tan, same guy, um, is... Uh, I don't know if you picked up on this, but did you notice he has like that fake mustache that you see in like cartoons? No. He's like running, right? He's like running for an attack. And then Anden, like, or sorry, Raiden steps in and he's just like, you know, hey, look at this awesome art and architecture. And then like, or whatever it is that he says to like distract him. And in in the text, it says that uh his mustache, like his fake mustache, kind of like was drooping at one side. <laughs> like, oh yeah. <laughs> like I think Sanderson just doesn't like this character. He's just <laughs> crapping over this guy. Maybe but, he's a personification you know. of someone he didn't like. Yeah, yeah maybe. Or not personification, but you know what I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> so that was it for <clears throat> chapter sixteen. So chapter seventeen, Serene begins the fencing lessons that um, you know, we had talked about. I think last episode. I don't like Serene. <laughs> um. I actually like her. She's very cunning when it comes to the politics. So I, I liked it a lot. Um, and in the more like smart way, not the, oh, I'm a woman. I can get you to do what you want kind of way. Um, it's like, I'm dumb. I can tell, make you tell me what I want. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, she spars or she starts teaching people or the women how to Fence and then Ianda, who is one of the uh, crew. I'm just gonna call them the crew members. Um, he's one of the crew members, and he's the general guy. So he, uh, she spars with him, and apparently he's like amazing. He lets her win, which I thought was interesting. Um, he seems like he's gonna die. Uh, <laughs> so and then afterwards, she goes to the Karathi Chapel, which remember Shu Karath, I guess, is her. Um, religion if i remember mm-hmm. correctly yeah. i'm starting to get there when it comes to like you know the three major religions i'm um, uh more there than i was last time but that's not really saying much so yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so um she meets father omi <clears throat> and she asks him what a widow's trial is um which we'll get to that in a second but they have an interesting conversation i want to talk about first um he talks about uh the Sheod doesn't that took the Elantrians, and this is back, you know, even before ten years ago, uh, back when there were gods. It took people kind of randomly, and it took good and bad men. Uh, which I was actually thinking about for a while. Like, was there any sort of pattern to which people were picked to, you know, become Elantrians? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he he also goes on to say that he doesn't believe the Elantrians to be cursed, which. Um, I was also thinking for a while that I, I don't necessarily think that they're cursed. I think whatever happens, someone else there was some foul play. Um, and but yeah, he thinks that they're just being tested and they could rise again. But then he does go over later about the widow's trial, saying that like you know, so uh, you know, to show her, I guess, uh, 
sadness. She needs to do something for the kingdom, like to pay them back or look after them, like give money to the or give food and clothes to the poor or something like that. It's a cool, cool culture. I, I like it. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I don't like in the sense that like, you know, it's expected of someone to do. So it's not really like, you know, oh, I did this something nice for someone. Nope. This is expected of you to do. So, you know, even that doesn't really. You get what I'm trying to say, right? Like, it's like you're kind of forcing someone to do yeah, it. Yeah. But. um, Again, it's not I guess in a way it's not really forced, but it's culturally forced cultural pressure. But um, Father Omin, Omin or Omni, I, I think it's Omin. Um, he's weird. Like he starts talking, and then like as soon as she stopped talking to him, his mind clearly snapped back to whatever it was he was thinking about earlier. And like it said that it looked like he didn't even realize that she was there anymore. Um, so that's some next level drugs. Uh, <laughs> so Ash, on, give me some. <laughs> yeah. So Ash doesn't actually go into the Karathi Chapel, which I thought was interesting, because we know this, um, that the Dorethi religion they have some weird like uh interaction with the Sion. I think they don't they consider them impure or like, you know, dark or something because we know that uh Rathen kind of treats his badly. Yeah. But apparently the Karathi have something against the Sions too. And that's why Ash, which is again Serene's uh Sion, like he didn't go in either, which I thought was weird. So there's a lot of questions, and I like that. Um, hopefully, we don't we start getting some answers. Yeah, yeah, I'm not used to reading a solo book, so yeah, and that's why I like. Uh, it's just like that's why you know that the the avalanche, the sandalanche, is yeah. going to be massive, right? Because like, okay, this this book is it's one, <laughs> yeah. <you know? laughs> so I'm I'm excited for it, and um, but anyways, um, she goes back. I guess home, and then she starts having her little Zoom call with her dad, Aventail, <laughs> um, and things are not looking good. So he had to put down a scary mystery cult. Um, that seems like I don't know some, just some underground cult that just starts popping up, and they come out during the eclipse, which is weird. Um, so. <clears throat> and then they have a Fjordel ambassador that left tailed. His name is Ashgress. He completely left tailed. This is like a massive info dump, by the way. And I, I liked it. Um, she tells him that Harathans is an is an Erlon, and he knows who he is, and she's like, You need to leave immediately. <clears throat> um and she we get to learn a little bit more about Serene. So apparently her kind, like a strong woman who stands up for herself and whatnot, is not common from wh where she's from either. Um, and she said, like, you know, if I go back there, there's nothing there for me. You know, here at the very least, I am, you know, the dead prince's wife. There, I'm no one. Uh, I mean, I, which doesn't kind of doesn't make sense because, like, you're not no one. You're you're the actual king's daughter, so you are the princess. So. But, you know, I get it. You know, it's one of those things that, like, um, they many people felt threatened by her, by yeah. her um, strength and confidence. So they didn't like her. So um, 
she brings up Uncle Keen, which he like gets mad and like just brushes past the subject. So that's another question we still need answering, and clearly there's bad blood there. And I'm curious to see what he did. And he does go on to say that he'd surrendered a, a united Fjordel. So he's talking about like, you know, Fjordel's already took out the Jindoese and he took out Duladel. Um and then if Erlon falls, that's you know, you can't fight the world. So he he, you know, and I think as a good king, he says, you know, I don't want my people to suffer unnecessarily. So I'll step down, you know, I'll surrender, do whatever it takes to protect the people. Which oh, I, I can yeah, I I can get behind that. Yeah. Um and he does ask Serene to find out why Fjordo is sinking Idon ships, which woo, that's cool. Um, because we find out that that's most likely what he was whispered to about in that party um, last episode. So, again, another thing that we need to look out for. At this point, I'm going to feel like I'm going to like lose track of all these questions. And then she does... Okay, this is a horror scene right here. I, I'm like, okay, Sanderson, how much could you possibly fit into this one book? Before she falls asleep, she hears this noise in the wall facing the outside. At first, she thought it was inside the wall itself. And then she just pretended that it was a house settling in, and then she went to sleep. I was like... Horror movie. Yeah. I, was, <laughs> I would have called guards in. Um, <laughs> so anyways, Rathen has his um, Elantrian question. This is the one that was captured um, by the guard that he bribed. And so he just, like, you know, asked some questions, which... To be honest, it's just Rathen kind of getting the stuff that we, the reader, already knows about Elantrian, so I'm just not going to go over it. Um, but I guess it's a way of bringing Rathen up, up to speed. So he wants to preach hate on the Elantrians, and he wants to associate them with Shu Karath, which is the religion, which is the religion that's practiced in Teod, which is Serene's um, homeland. And again, I don't I could be wrong. I mean, you know, I could be wrong, but I don't see how that works. Like, I whip someone into a frenzy, and then I get them mad at, say, okay, all of Canadians are bad people. I whip them into a frenzy, and then it's like, oh, okay, by the way, all of the Italians are just like the Canadians. So we need to go get the Italians. It's like, I, I don't know. I I mean, if you're going to like whip up a crowd and get them angry, why not just get them angry directly at the people you don't like? Like, why do you need to do this indirect thing? I I, I don't know. I don't like how, how are people going to look at Teod, the Teo-ish, Teo-ish? people of Teod and be like, <laughs> yep. That that guy, I hate him just like I hated Elantrian. It's like what? <laughs> I don't. They don't look the same. They don't even have, you know, the same issues and what. I don't know. I, I don't get it. Um, and again, and you know, as we find out later from Raiden, all of them come from Erlon as well, right? So it's not like you could even say that. Look, the Elantrians come from Teod. So if we kill the people of Teod, then, uh, you know, we cut off these disgusting Elantrians like even you can't you can't even approach it from that angle so yeah I thought that was dumb um but we'll see well 
he doesn't really get to do much because freaking zealot Diloff over there just gets up and starts My like bro. bashing this like this you know hitler sermon and he's like you know we must kill the lanterns <laughs> and uh is like oh boy uh <laughs> and he kind of like wrestles back control relatively well like paperwork <laughs> yeah he wrestles back control really well um Again, I really like the way Wrath, and he really gets people, and he understands crowds and emotion and manipulation really well. Um, so he he gets really mad at Diloff, and Diloff kind of is starting to show his rebellious nature against <clears throat> Rathen because I think he's starting to feel like he doesn't need him, and he can kind of overpower him status-wise. I don't... I kind of want to say that I don't think it's going to work out for him, but Considering it's a book, I'm leaning towards, yeah, it's going to work out for him. Um, but later, he gets on his own Zoom call to talk to his uh, drug dealer, Fortin. I believe it's Skype, but uh, that's just me. No, God, there's no way. <laughs> there's Zoom no is way. way worse, though. Than Skype? Yeah, Zoom isn't that no, good. No, no. No, you're yeah, no. That's that's the Gen Z talking if I've ever seen one. No. Zoom no. Mm-mm. That's a zoomer talking. <laughs> Got him. I'm pretty sure we need to go to a single solo episodes from here on out. But there's <laughs> anyways, he gets on his call with Fortin, who <clears throat> he's just uh he's gonna make him a potion, which we don't know what that potion is for yet. And this guy is, I think he's Duladel or maybe Jindoese. I think it's Duladel. But he's not a very devout Dorethi. Um, it's clear that he kind of oh, he kind of practices his own religion on the side. Or somewhat secretly, but I don't know how secretly he could be doing it, considering he's kind of showing the yearn. If someone is hiring this wrath and they're like, hey, you know, still practicing my religion, still a heretic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you know, we're waiting on the potion for wrath to come in, which I guess then we'll find out what it's for. Again, I stop giving me so many questions to handle. Um, chapter 19. Uh, this kind of threw me a curveball. Um, so there's a flashback to pre-downfall Elantris. And it turns out to be a dream later, but it turns out like parts of the dream is actually kind of true, but I don't know. Okay, well, let's just go through it. Um, a family brings a boy to Elantris to heal his injury because apparently he fell really f- from a really like tall height. And it, it broke his leg so badly that the bone actually ripped through yeah. his skin. Like, oh my God. Like, that's when you just put the yeah. kid down, right? Like,. <laughs> If you didn't have magical healing, like you just, <laughs> all right, kid, <laughs> maybe your brother might have a better life stab. Um, for anyone offended, I'm just joking. Don't. Uh, but to be fair, the kids are not going to survive much longer if you don't have serious medication. And you saw it, right? The infection was spreading up his leg and whatnot. So he didn't have much longer anyways. So they, um, yeah, so the boy is Raiden, um, and it apparently it's made clear that the father hated um, Elantrians a lot, but he didn't have much of a choice. 
I guess this is a good way of showing us that he did care for Raiden at a certain point. Um, but at the same time, I don't know if he cared for him or if the mother insisted that we go, you know, heal him. Yeah. But regardless, they take him to Elantris, and Elantrian does heal Raiden, but the injury does heal, but the pain doesn't go away. And so Raiden wakes up with that pain carrying on. Now, this is the part that confused me. Um, is that what actually happened? Or is it that the pain's not going away? Because that that part is what's happening now. That the pain, like, you know, injuries will heal, but or injuries don't heal, and the pain just never goes away. So that... I, I'm leaning towards that. That, you know, that that part of the dream was what's happening to him right now, which is yeah. pain not going away. And But there's something here. And this is what I wanted to talk about. Um, Raiden is different, and I don't know... I mean, he's definitely a Lantrian, but he's different because for him, the pain is coming in waves. And it's not because it's not like a steady, you know, climb or steady rate. It's just coming in waves, which apparently that's not normal. On top of that, it's too early. Like this level of pain should have been coming later. And it's only been, I think they said a month since he actually entered Elantris. So again, something weird. And this is an issue for all of them, but I did want to bring this up here, and I brought it up earlier too, that Elantrians need to sleep for some reason, which that I had before I had it confirmed earlier, I I thought about that too, that like, you know, if these people don't die of hunger, then their body shouldn't need sleep either. But apparently they do. Yeah. So this and Sanderson is too calculated of a man to just, yeah, that's just how it is. No, no, there's there's something here. Don't give me that. <laughs> Don't give me that, Brandy the Sandy. I know what you're doing. Uh, well, I I know you're trying something. I don't know what there's you're doing. So many, so many nicknames for that guy. Yeah, <laughs> be sand. Um. So, anyways, Raiden is attacked. And one of his awesome guards, Saolin, saves him. And it's one of Shaor's men. Oh, my God. These are... <laughs> uh, <laughs> right as you said that, I was like, oh, oh no. So uh, his, the Shaor's men, Shaor is the uh, final boss, so to speak, the last um, mob boss. And apparently he's very, how do I put this? Insane. Um, Insane. And he's great. Yeah, and they're easily beaten, right? Like, Salen easily, like, decap... Uh, he, okay, so this is hilarious. He backhanded, decapitated one of those attackers. I was like, holy crap. Um, and then a bunch of them attack, and a bunch of Salen's men get together, and they, they're, like, trained, so they, like, you know, shield wall, and then they wreck them 300 style. And, like, none of them get... None of them die. Some of them might have gotten hurt, but none of them, like, die, and all five casualties were from the other side, which was cool. So he goes to visit the Hayod, which, to my understanding, the Hayod or Hoed, I think it's Hayod, are the people who are like, it's just a group of people that just, they're way, yeah, that are way too far gone, right? They're just so insane from the pain and the hunger that they're just insane. Um, so he, like, kind of just groups them in a building, which I can respect that kind of thing. You know, it's like, that also impacts the morale of everyone 
you know, if you just see a bunch of moaning people in pain constantly around you. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, oh, one thing I didn't want to bring up earlier. Um, Rathen, he does end up burning that Elantrian. So you remember we had that question, right? It's like, okay, well, if you burn the Elantrian, what happens? I think eventually, like, it go bye bye. Yeah, like you know, if you burn enough, it's like. I wonder oh, if that's how the other Elantrian, like the actual Elantrians, died. Yeah, I'm gods. curious, right? When they got attacked yeah. by. So, anyways, um, Salen is injured, but he says again, this back to this purpose thing. He says he has a purpose, so it's easy to deal with. Again, this is so dumb. So far, this is so dumb that. I think this will be a recurring theme. Yeah, it's going to be a recurring theme, and I don't know if that's like a theme of the book, but so far it's kind of dumb. Not that that that's how they stop the pain, but that's like it took 10 years for one guy to figure that out. Um, especially since you had a library, right? Like when I just read books. But anyways, uh, Tan, the uh, master architect art guy, he's like cataloging away at art and architecture and buildings and paintings and blah, blah, blah. Um, but many of his people apparently went to join Shaor, which sucks because I was hoping that when they absorbed that gang, now they'd like, you know, Rayodin would just have this massive gang that he just walk around just, you know, backhanding people. Um, <clears throat> and so that's going to be a thing we're going to have to look out for is that Shaor does have a lot of men. Um, so. It does end with Raiden studying the Aeon language. And he wants to find out what um, the source of why Elantris fell. And <clears throat> so we start getting drip-fed some information on this magic system. So Aeon is a central letter whenever they draw, you know, in the air, like with their Naruto ninjutsu hand symbols. Uh, <laughs> uh, so when they draw in the air with their fingers... Um, the center part is the Aeon, and then outside, I guess, are the tweaks, right? Like, this is how much of the power to draw and how to focus the power. So it's like, you know, uh, when Sasuke had that fire-style fireball jutsu, he had different tweaks, right? Like, Phoenix Flame jutsu and, like, triple fire jutsu. So I guess he has a... With different tweaks of, the like, the markings around the letter, he can, I guess, you know... Instead of a simple fireball, it becomes three smaller fireballs. Or, yeah, if you if any of you played Path of Exile, I would call that support gems. Uh, that's uh, familiar, actually. <clears throat> yeah. So, I'm very excited to actually find out about this magic system because I I don't know about you, but after I read Mistborn, I was like, okay, that's cool. You made a hard magic system there, but how can you have another hard magic system? Like, I feel like you just, with that one, you just cover all the bases. How yep. can you be creative enough to cover or create another hard magic system? Um, but here we go. Um, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> um, so part of the magic system is also part of the Duladin language. Like, door seems kind of like the force because it's like, you know, it binds us, it keeps everything together. And I don't know why I suddenly had a Sean Connery accent there, but <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, so it's yeah, so he it sounds like the force, um, where it's like you know what keeps a water flowing, um, and and then Raiden kind of makes a connection that like maybe that's why they're like zombies, right? That that's what keeps their bodies going, even though they don't have food, even though they don't have or yeah, they're they're not bleeding, right? That so that without the flow of blood, how can they heal? So their body is. Are constantly going through this, what he thinks is this door power, um, and then he also thinks that the shale has something to do with the land because he said the Elantrians only come from this particular patch of land, right? Uh, he asked Galadin, "Is like you know where was your farm?" And he said, "Like you know to the north, which is like the border." Um, and none of the, I guess, none of the people entailed become Elantrians. None of the uh, what is it? Fjordel people become Elantrians, so there's something in that land that causes it. Um, uh, so maybe you know, it's not broken, it's not gone because that's why they're still alive, albeit barely, but it's faded and it's really weak. So <clears throat> I think, I think there's foul play. I think someone messed with it. I think that Wern guy, he's he's looking really shifty to me, yeah. But, yeah, I think so too. I think he, I think he definitely played a role in the downfall of Elantris. Mm-hmm. But we will not find that out now because we're still reading. Um, <laughs> so that's it for chapters fifteen through nineteen of Elantris. Next week we will be covering chapters twenty to twenty-four. No, it's funnier than twenty-four. Twenty-five. <laughs> um. We're almost done with part one again. Sorry, we've been taking our time with this, but real life stuff. Um, please follow us on Twitter at pod on, uh, yeah, pod underscore bookkeeper. Please follow us on Instagram and TikTok at keepers of the book. And yes, um, how, do you, how are you liking the book so far? Uh, I like it better so far than when I started Miss Born Book One. Agreed. Uh, but that's also not really saying much. It's 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 interesting. Yeah, I'm definitely intrigued. But there's there's a lot of things where I'm just like, like the whenever we were talking about like it took ten years to do like everything that Rat Rayden is doing. <laughs> It's uh, and I'm not. I don't really like most of the characters that much. Yeah, that's fair. He's not really known for his character work. Um, which I think I like. I loved Sazed. I loved um, Kelsier a lot. Uh, I liked Ellen a lot too. Um, Ham was kind of cool at first. Breeze was awesome. Exactly. Yeah, I loved the Breeze and Ham thing. Um, Sazed, Doxon was really cool. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? The Spook's uncle is really cool. I didn't really like Spook even in book three. Oh, I loved Spook. <clears throat> I loved uh, Ellen but... was awesome in book three, but yeah. 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 Um, well, I like Krath. I'm glad you're liking it. I'm still liking it. I think it's great. But, yeah. you know, you guys already know. <laughs> Very easy to uh, please. But, yes, please join us next time as we go blazingly moderate speed through Elantris. Until next time, guys. Thank you. Thank you.